The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Hoopballers, welcome back to today in sports betting. We got a bonus show for you today, Saturday, January 18th, 2020. I'm Ira Silver. I am joined alongside Devin Ellington. Devin, what's going on, buddy? Oh, not much. Just enjoying this cold weather out in the Midwest and looking forward to some college and NBA hoops on this Saturday. All right. Yeah, it's, it's a big slate of games. We're going to try to get through all of them. We're going to try to give you some extra picks as well, just depending on if we have some time. But before we jump into that, let me give a shout out to our sponsor, mybookie.ag. You know, the new year's come, everyone's trying to figure out a way to make some money. I say, let's go over to mybookie.ag. They are the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking to make a bet for the football games tomorrow, for this morning, for the college basketball, NBA slates, Premier League, they got it all. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. You can even take the bets that Devin and I give you on today's podcast, pull them together, make a parlay for an even bigger payout. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code TODAY, that's T-O-D-A-Y, to activate the offer. Once again, the promo code is TODAY, T-O-D-A-Y, to get your extra cash from my bookie. Bet, win, and let's get paid, guys. All right, let's jump into a little NBA slate here for Saturday. We got a bunch of games to roll through. Uh, Devin, why don't you uh, lead us off here? All righty. So starting off with the Clippers at the New Orleans Pelicans. This is an afternoon game, an early game. So if you want to bet this game, guys, you're going to have to get on it right away. Uh, we got some injury designations. Of course, Paul George is still out indefinitely with his hamstring and ankle issue. J.J. Redick is questionable. He's also got a hamstring issue. Drew Holiday's been downgraded to out from what I'm seeing. Jalil Okafor is also out. Um, you know, this is, a, this is a little weird one. Um, the Pelicans recently have been performing a lot better with uh, some of these guys out. It's, um, you know, they got some guys stepping up. And... Historically, the Clippers recently have not played that well against the spread against New Orleans on the road. Two and five in their last seven out in New Orleans. And this is a five and a half point spread. The over-under set at 234 and a half. You know, it's um, a big part of me right away is wanting to go with the Clippers five and a half, even though historically they're not um, so hot on the road against the Pelicans, but a lot of those games didn't have Kawhi Leonard involved. So I think that he is a big enough difference maker for me to be comfortable with taking or laying those five and a half points. Um, you know, New Orleans is hot right now, but, you know, 
sometimes if you see something you like and you go against a hot team, it works out. And um, this is going to be a pretty good game, in my opinion. But I believe that the Clippers are going to be able to stretch this lead out to probably seven or eight, maybe even double digits. So um, what do you think, Ira? Yeah, uh, you know, I did give out the Pelicans the other day um, when they were playing at home against the Jazz. And um, I said that, you know, I think that they're going to cover, if not win the game outright. And it turns out they ended up winning the game outright. It had to go to overtime based on some ridiculous call uh, I don't think I've ever seen before. I don't know. Did you see that play? You know, I was trying to see what was going on at Twitter. I think I was at work, so it was hard for me to uh, dig in. Exact. So what happened? They basically called an off-the-ball foul. Um, on the inbounds play with point oh. with point oh two seconds left on the clock, point <laughs> two seconds left on the clock, and it it gave Rudy Gobert two free throws, uh, and he made one and missed the other to send it to overtime. My goodness, yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. But the Pelicans come back in overtime, being down early in overtime, they come back and they win the game outright. Uh, so I'm glad we got that side of the game right. Uh, here in this spot, it's a little different. Saturday game, uh, day game here. Um, I like the Clippers minus five and a half, minus six. I just think that the Clippers are a freight train I don't want to get in front of right now. Uh, Pelicans, you know, they are one of my favorites as of late to bet on and, and back. However, I just think the Clippers are just going to um, – the Clippers are just too powerful to go uh, for the New Orleans Pelicans to defend and keep this one close. I think it's a blowout win here. Uh, I'll take the Clippers minus six. All right. Yeah. Sounds like we're in agreement on that. Um, mm-hmm. So moving on to the next game, we're going to have the Milwaukee Bucks traveling out to Brooklyn to take on the Nets. And looks like we have a spread of 10 in favor of Milwaukee in a total over under 235. Not a lot of injury designations going on in this game. Um, on the Milwaukee side, Brooklyn does have DeAndre Jordan out with that finger uh, injury. He's not going to need surgery, so his timetable to return is going to be sooner. Joe Harris is out. Um, Garrett Temple is out. And Torian Prince is upgraded to probable. So some shot makers for Brooklyn are going to be out, specifically Joe Harris. You know, he's their sniper. If anyone's going to be able to get them into it, you know, closer side-by-side with Kyrie hitting shots late, I think it's Joe Harris. And Milwaukee is Milwaukee. We know who they are. Uh, They're the best team in the East. Brooklyn, I'm not sure how hard they're going to want to play. Uh, considering Kyrie's comments about his teammates who kept the team somewhat afloat while he was injured. Just kind of a selfish thing to say, in my opinion. Um, And some against the spread numbers, you know, uh, Milwaukee is um, 12 and nine going away from Milwaukee, 24 and 19 uh, total on the year against the spread. And, you know, they have a solid defense they obviously have guys like Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez uh, who complement um, Giannis down the stretch. So they have probably four or five guys I would trust making shots late. I see, I, I see um, 
Milwaukee probably winning this game by more than 10. Just the style of play, the way they match up against Brooklyn, and then Brooklyn just kind of being in a little bit of a disarray situation right now. And um, not to mention Milwaukee is 5-2 and two against the spread in their last seven against Brooklyn. So didn't know what you had as far as thoughts on this and if you had a side that you liked. You know, uh, Milwaukee, like you said, uh, I mean, they. I think I saw a tweet the other day, and I can't remember who tweeted it out, but top five or top six players' defensive efficiency mm-hmm. in the league right now, I think four or five out of the six or the seven that were listed in the tweet were all on the Milwaukee Bucks. Jeez. So that was uh, very interesting to see. It was like, it was like um, Giannis, Kawhi, one other guy, and then it was like Middleton, Bledsoe, you know, it was like the whole Milwaukee starting five, basically. It was pretty Jesus. crazy. Yeah. So Milwaukee, to me here, it's a tricky game just because Brooklyn at times can shoot the ball and put up some points if they want to. And if they're playing well, I think if Joe Harris isn't playing, it's going to obviously take a toll on their ability to, to get the ball in the basket. Uh, I think here it's a stay away game for me. If I had to play any side, it would probably be the under yeah. of 235. That's what I'm seeing right now. Uh, but, yeah, in terms of picking a side here in this one, is a, this is not a game that I'm looking to play. But if I had to pick one or the other and, uh, and make, a, make a slight lean or, a, uh, you know, it would be under the total of 235 points. Yeah, with how good Milwaukee is defensively, and under's never a bad idea for them. Um, they are among the league leaders um, in first half over-unders as well. So they, they um, you know, if, if you don't feel confident on the full spread of that, uh, the first half's never a bad idea also with Milwaukee. Yeah, what's the, uh, the first half spread is Milwaukee minus five and a half, minus 115 right now. I don't hate that, but it's not a game I'm looking to play. Gotcha. All right, so out to Boston. They're hosting the Phoenix Suns. And it's looking like we have a six-point spread in favor of Boston, and the total is going to be 222.5. And And looking at Boston, um, you know, they're starting to have some guys um, get hurt. Uh, Kimball Walker is now a late add to the injury report. He's questionable with a knee issue. Marcus Smart's looking like he's probable with his ankle. And Jalen Brown, uh, he's missed the last couple. He's been downgraded to out. Uh, Daniel Tice is probable. Um, As far as Phoenix goes, Kelly Oubre is out with his concussion still. And um, obviously Frank Kaminsky is still out indefinitely. Cam Johnson is questionable. This one, you know, I – I'm probably going to punt this one. As good as Boston is uh, at home against the spread and as good as they are defensively, uh, you know, I'm just not very comfortable. And Phoenix has had some recent success against Boston. They're 7-1 against the spread in their last eight. Um, But they are 1-5 against the spread in their last six games total. So it's just kind of clashing – statistics on both sides that just don't really mesh or flow well as far as what I typically see from these teams and what I'm comfortable placing a bet on. So this is going to probably be a punt game for me. Do you have something that sticks out to you? 
Yeah, based on all the injury news here, uh, I don't really have a play either, but let's uh, keep an eye and see whether or not Kemba is going to play today. He's questionable as of right now, which I'm seeing. I see Marcus Smart will play Saturday, and I see that uh, Daniel Tice will be playing as well. Um, you know, don't forget, you know, we record these podcasts pretty early in the morning. I mean, today's Saturday, so we're getting a little bit of a later start here. It's 945 on the West Coast. Um, generally we record, I record around 7am on the West coast during the week, but, uh, yeah, if you want to stay up to date on our picks and, uh, follow along Twitter handle for me is at Ira silver magic. Devin, what's yours? Mine is D a L E double O seven. And the hoop ball ga- uh, today in sports Twitter handle is at hoop ball gaming so make sure you stay tuned to all all of ours on there so you can see if we've pivoted if we've changed our opinion before tip uh and also live bets as well we uh we try to have a little bit of fun here we try to try to pick some good spots with some live wagering as well last night didn't go so great we uh we went one and two with the live wagerings we got the uh, Dayton Flyers to cover uh, with the live one and minus one and a half with that lucky three at the end in overtime. And then San Antonio and Memphis blew, I blew the fourth quarter in both those games. Uh, we took the live at minus four and a half for the Spurs and the Memphis Grizzlies while they were down. They both come back, have very solid third quarters. They're up 12 going into the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. both those teams. The Spurs and the Grizzlies both up 12 against terrible teams in the fourth quarter and they somehow blow the lead and both of them get a bad beat loss. That was pretty bad. That was tough. Now as entertaining as the Dayton game was, um, it didn't win me any money. (laughs) Yep. So, yeah, I think Dayton has a problem with, uh, with teams that are a little bit oversized in the paint. They couldn't get a rebound last night. It was pretty, pretty awful. I was watching the, pretty much from start to finish, but they pulled it out. They got the win. I have a futures ticket on Dayton at 40 to one that win the NCAA tournament. So it's not a bad, bad look at all. Not terrible. Yeah. If they can get some good matchups in the tournament, they can make a run. So um, yeah, once again, let's uh, let's jump into the next game just because I think the Celtics here uh, against the Suns is a game that I'm going to stay away from right now, as I don't know the complete injury update. So um, what do you got for us, Devin? Rolling right along, we got the Detroit Pistons going on the road down to Atlanta. Going to take on the Hawks. And Detroit's favored by one and a half. Um, Over under set at 230. One thing that I see a little fishy in this game is the fact that Detroit's uh, the worst team against the spread. Um, And I'm sure they don't get favored a lot. Let's see, you know, as a a favorite, they're eight and ten. Um, How about it was but, a favorite on the road? Do you have that sat in front of you? Uh, not in front of me. I'm sure we could find it, but not uh, against the spread away. They are seven and twelve and two. But gotcha. That's not, you know, um, as favorites or anything. You know, this is one of those weird ones. Um, Atlanta, they don't really perform that great at home. A little bit better than they do on the road. Um, Eleven and eight against the spread. Um, but on the season, they're actually 19 and 23 against the spread. So that's not terrible for as little wins as they have. Um, looks like Reggie Jackson and Luke Kennard are still out indefinitely. So no, no news on that. 
Um, Jeff Teague might be playing um, today once he got integrated into Atlanta again. Alex Lynn is moved up from doubtful to questionable. And um, the new other new guy, Travion Graham, is also questionable. So the rotations could, you know, be switched around some minutes, divvied up differently. So I'm not sure what to make of the Atlanta roster right now. And as far as over-unders go, these teams are both pretty um, much so an over-team, except for the fact that at home Atlanta seems to just play a little more lackadaisical. And they're 8-10-1 to the over and under at home. Uh, but, you know, Atlanta recently, they're starting to cover some spreads, 6-3 and three in their last nine games. And um, I think they obviously have more firepower than Detroit. A uh, lot less physicality just because of Drummond. But who knows if he's going to play. I mean, we don't know what's going on with that situation. If he's just fed up with Detroit. I think Dwayne Casey's kind of losing grasp on this team. Um, I, if I'm going to lean somewhere, I, I like the one and a half with Atlanta and I think they could probably even win outright. So I'm not sure what you think, but yeah, tough spot for Atlanta played last night in San Antonio. Uh, so maybe that's probably why Detroit might be favored. I don't think that Detroit's played since Wednesday when they routed Boston, um, mm. in that game. Yeah, but Atlanta played last night in in, uh, in San Antonio. They ended up winning the game by one point. Uh, Trey Young had a fantastic fourth quarter. He scored 31 for the game um, on 10 of 16 shooting and six for nine from the three-point line. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to – even though it's a tough spot for Atlanta here, uh, getting one and a half on a back-to-back against Detroit, I'm going to go with Atlanta here uh, just because of the fact that I'm hoping that these guys, you know, are, are, are mostly young here on this, on this squad. Hopefully mm-hmm. they can recover quickly. Uh, if Teague and Grandma are available to play, that would obviously help them as well since they haven't played in a couple of days. Um, but, yeah, Detroit, I can't believe they routed Boston the other night. I still can't get over that. They're so bad. Their organization, their, their players just don't seem that they want to play. They couldn't miss the other night against Boston. So I'm going to go with Atlanta here. It's probably going to be a, a play of the day for me here. But, uh, again, stay tuned to our Twitter accounts to make sure that uh, we get all the updated spreads and all the updated injury news. Yeah. That updated injury report is very vital. So, like Iris said, make sure to check us out on Twitter. He's Iris Silver Magic. He puts out some really great live betting stuff too. And I'm at D8LE007. So moving on, we got Philadelphia and New York Knicks. And well, I, I didn't want to go with Philadelphia last night because they burnt me a lot. And then lo and behold, they end up covering. So they're a four point favorites tonight against the Knicks. And uh, the total's at 217 and a half. And as far as injuries go, Philadelphia just has Joel Embiid still. Um, looks like Reggie Bullock was uh, upgraded to probable and Dennis Smith Jr. downgraded to out. Uh, RJ Barrett's still out with his ankle injury for the Knicks. And, you know, this is, um, oh man, this one's giving me a weird feeling. I feel like the Knicks might be able to win outright just because there are a couple upsets each NBA card. Um, 
and against the spread away, Philadelphia is 7-13-1. and 13 and one. So it's nothing that's really uh, making me feel a little bit better about this spot. I'm probably going to end up punting this game. Um, if anything, the total has gone under in four of Philadelphia's last five games. And um, as far as over and unders go for the home team of the New York Knicks, they are 7-13 and 13 to the under. And uh, Philadelphia is 8-13 to the under as an away team. So that might be my slight lean here. Um, taking the under. But again, I have just not had a whole lot of fun or uh, good luck with betting on or against the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, so I think here is a decent spot to back the New York Knicks. Philadelphia coming off a victory last night uh, at home against the Bulls. The Bulls were pretty much giving it to them all first half. Philadelphia ends up pulling away uh, in the second half to get the cover. You know, the Knicks, their last game was against the Suns at home. They got blown out. They've gotten a couple of days to rest up. They haven't played since Thursday. They, haven't, they didn't need to travel. Philly comes out of there, has to, tra- has to travel to New York to play the Knicks at the Garden. I'm going to go and back the Knicks here, plus four. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit on the money line at the Knicks, plus 155. It's definitely a, a spot where the Knicks should have a good showing. And uh, I would also slightly lean to the under in this one at 217 and a half. Yeah, those are some good looks. I like, I like those little money line sprinkles. Um, you know, the interesting thing is I was reading on an article, I can't remember where, but there's this gentleman, he was talking about how per every NBA card, um, if you take a percentage of, you know, a quarter percent of what uh, the total number of games are on the card, you can probably lock in at least one or two uh, upsets a night. So uh, that money line sprinkle in the Knicks tonight, I think, is a good look, especially with Philadelphia being on a back-to-back. Yeah, absolutely. I think I just think it's a tough a tough spot for Philly. Last night they played a hard game um, against the Bulls, and now they have to go to New York to play the Knicks, who haven't played in a couple of days. And I just think that if you're ever going to back the Knicks, it's probably a decent time to back the Knicks at plus four here. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. All right, so now we have the Cleveland Cavaliers going on the road to take on the Chicago Bulls. Bulls are favored by six and a half, and the total is set at 214. And Cleveland's got, you know, some recent success against the, against the spread, four and two in their last six. They're starting to, you know, play a little bit better, I guess. I mean, they couldn't get much worse than what they were doing. And... Um, you know, Chicago, 2-7-1 and one against spread in their last 10 games. Um, I love, love, love the first half um, under for both of these teams. They're both notorious with um, underperforming, getting off to slow starts, and uh, as well as first quarters. They are pretty uh, dismal as far as trying to get the ball into the bucket to start the game. And... I really like the Bulls in this spot for a first half under. I'm trying to find their exact first half under line right now. The first half under in that game is 103 and a half. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm okay with that. And, uh, you know, not a lot of injuries on either side of the ball. Nothing too crazy is going on. And 
As far as the over-under at home for Chicago, they are 10 and 12 to the under. And, you know, as far as picking a side, it's hard for me on this one. I'm probably just going to stick with that first half bet of Chicago either uh, covering the spread or taking the under. Um, Just because Cleveland's so much worse than any other team against the spread or – even getting close in the first half. Now they did the other night against Memphis, but I think Memphis just, they, they, they needed to get slapped in the face a little bit because they've been playing so well lately and they made their halftime adjustments and ended up winning that game. So I'm not sure if you uh, have any interest in this one, but I'm probably going to stick with the first half under and uh, go from there. You know, I, I finally think I realized, it just hit me right now, why I had a, you know, we we at Hoopball and myself, we've been on kind of a hot run all week. And uh, entering yesterday, I believe with my picks and my leans, I think I was around 24 and 7 off the top of my head. And yesterday I, I went a little rogue, went a little crazy, probably had just about a break-even day. But I figured out, I think, why – the tide, the tide turned yesterday, and I realized, what did I do yesterday? I got a haircut for the first time in six months. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. so today we're, we're recharging, we're reloading here. It's a new day, and I agree 100% with you here. That was my play in this game. Both teams on a back-to-back, both playing tough games last night. I'm locking in the under first half and under of 214 full game. I like that. Um, and thanks for reminding me that both teams were off of a back-to-back. So that, that makes me feel even better about that. Uh, yeah, the first quarter, first quarter, first half is, 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 a good, is a good look. Full game, obviously there's a little bit more variance with that. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking at first quarter. I'm looking at first half. I'm looking at full game, all unders. Probably going to have a little bit of the wobbly sea legs getting going. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's, yeah, it's going to get a little, you know, even though both teams are pretty young, I just think, you know, they both start slow anyways. So I think that it's going to take some time for them to get going. So full game, probably a little bit less of a pick uh, under the total, but it's definitely going to still be in the, in the works here for me. But I definitely am going to play the first half under and first half, uh, first quarter under as well. Uh, Devin, before we get into the next game just want to give another shout out to mybookie.ag you know they've got the fastest payouts and best promotions and a very helpful 24 7 customer service team and you know take the bets that Devin and i give you today put them together parlay them and you'll win even bigger than a single bet my bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around if nba is not for you even though you're listening to this podcast they got Premier League, NHL, you name it, they've got it. Um, if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code TODAY, T-O-D-A-Y. That's promo code TODAY, T-O-D-A-Y, to activate the offer to get your extra cash from MyBookie. Let's win some money, guys. All right. Cool. So the, uh, just want to give one college basketball pick out before the game tips here. I know you're going to hear this later. Um, but just want to lock it in 
uh, before. It's 9.58 here, game tips in about two minutes. Uh, I went with, and I tweeted it out, so that's why it's important to follow us on Twitter, uh, at Iris Silver Magic, at D-A-L-E-007, and hoop, at Hoopball Gaming. Uh, I tweeted out Oral Roberts for the early games, Oral Roberts minus two. Uh, that is my play for the college basketball early game. They're playing Fort Wayne. And based on kind of my numbers and my dig, my diving here, uh, I think Oral Roberts should be a bigger favorite. And so I'm going to lock in minus two here with Oral Roberts. You sure like those Oral Roberts uh, games. Yeah, we're going to go back to the well. They did well yeah, for us yeah. uh, earlier in the week. So let's, let's continue to ride the hot team and the hot hand, and let's see if we can make some more money with uh, Oral Roberts here today. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll jump uh, into a couple more uh, college basketball picks as soon as we're done uh, running through the NBA card. All right, so let's uh, take a look at Toronto and Minnesota. We got a battle of the north here um, for you Game of Thrones fans. But Great show. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic show. So it looks like the spread set at uh, five in favor of Toronto over Minnesota. And the total's at 222 and a half. Now, um, Minnesota, they already put Carl Anthony Town back on the injury report for possible rest. And this is well, it is um, a back to back. It is yeah, a back to back. Yeah. And, um, you know, yesterday, you know, he's been questionable for two weeks straight. So it's just the, the whole injury um, handling situation at NBA is kind of in a disarray right now. But agreed. The thing I like here is how terrible Minnesota is against the spread at home five and 13 and one. And they are. Uh, three and eleven in their last fourteen at home. Toronto's clicking right now. They're healthy. They're clicking. Um, Nick Nurse has this team locked in. They're playing great defense. Their offense is executing. And um, granted, it was the lowly Wizards, but they hung 140 on them last night, and then previously 130 on uh, the Thunder. I like the spot that the Raptors are in. It's under 10, take the five points. I'm going to um, pick Toronto to cover that five right now. And if we do find out Carl Anthony Towns is out, that will probably go up a couple points in my opinion. So I'm going to go ahead and get this early before that happens. And I think they can even do it with him in there. So I'm not too worried about that at all. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm with you here. I, ha- I gave out Toronto yesterday, first half minus six and full game minus 11 both both won uh pretty easily it was a rocking chair game there uh i'm i'm with you here both teams on a back-to-back i just think toronto's the better team minnesota's tough uh they don't they don't play that well at home against the spread for all the reasons you said and i'm just going to continue to ride the hot team here let's go with the raptors minus five and a half on the road in minnesota all right that's a pretty easy pick there. I'm glad we were in agreement. And it's probably going to lose because we both like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> well. All right. So this is probably the marquee matchup of the night here. Uh, we got the Lakers at the Rockets. Lakers are getting two points. Um, and the total's at 234 and a half. Now, I think we're still waiting on – Anthony Davis to see when, what's happening. When are we not waiting on Anthony Davis? Right, right. 
he's uh, got a little bit of soft complex from what I've seen in my Absolutely. personal experience. Uh, Rondo's now questionable. Uh, he had that finger issue going on. And as far as Houston, they only have Austin Rivers out. No one else on the report. So they're the more healthy team. They're at home. Um, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch it up a little bit here. I, I want to kind of hear your thoughts on this first because I'm still um, – I'm I'm still a little torn. I, I kind of want to take the points with the Lakers. Yeah, tough spot. Uh, both teams kind of uh, playing erratic as of late. You know, if I had to play anything right now, I would probably lean to the under first half of 119 and a half, uh, only because or full game 234 and a half. Both both are uh, are fine plays. So I lean both of those there. I don't think they'll be official plays for me, but I would lean on both of those. Uh, the Houston Rockets, okay, the Houston Rockets at home uh, over under their 9-10-0, okay, and the Lakers on the road are basically uh, 500 to the over-under here. So I kind of like the under in this game. Uh, Lakers have been playing a lot of unders in the fourth quarter uh, when crunch time – crunch time comes down they buckle down and play a little bit more defense so i'm gonna go with the under here 234 and a half but i'm gonna wait to lock it in maybe it'll go up maybe the public will bet it over because it is a prime time game on abc so i'm hoping it'll go to 236 ish and then take the under there or uh if i'm not comfortable betting it pre-flop uh maybe they will have a fast start in the first quarter and then i can take a live total of like let's say under 240 under 242 and, and lock in the under uh, live. Yeah, I really like that approach. Um, the Lakers notoriously are a um, more under team. You know, they got a really good defensive unit, even when they are missing some guys. Um, it's just kind of a, culture, a cultural thing with Frank Vogel. Uh, you know, Houston's one and four against the spread in their last five. And, you know, the teams that they've, you know, covered the spread on, you know, is, you know, Minnesota. Atlanta so it's um you know when they play a better team you know the three teams in those last five is Oklahoma City Memphis and Portland and um you know LeBron James is still out there you know if, if anyone can make a difference of two points and maybe get them over a hump of a basket or two um I'm gonna say it's LeBron James and as far as he's uh, playing right now you know he's still doing career bests the other night he had 19 assists which is crazy to think that he still has career best to obtain but um yeah early on I, I do like the Lakers getting the points I like the under and I like what you said about uh seeing about them getting to a fast start and then also it's a primetime game so maybe seeing how the uh, public's gonna bet this see if we can't get some extra points on that total and then still go in with the under. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I like to take live uh, betting, uh, especially, you know, I got the TV, I got the computer going, I got my phone going, I'm watching, I'm tweeting, um, you know, I'm watching three, four games at a time. So, you know, I'm trying to pick a spot where, you know, it was a game that I was on the fence about, or I really liked pre-flop, but didn't bet it, or I did bet it. And then I see an opportunity in game to take the, the same side that I liked um, at a much, much better number and take that and hammer it. So that's kind of my approach to the live betting situation is if I have a strong opinion, 
or I was, you know, very close to making a decision pre, uh, pre-game, um, I might just sit back and watch the first six, seven minutes, see how it's going. And then if the side or total side that I liked over, unders, you know, et cetera, that I liked gave me a better line in game, I'm going to go ahead and take that because, uh, you know, as handicappers, you got to be able to take, you know, your, your, your picks and if you're really confident in them, you got to be able to um, see an opportunity in game uh, to go ahead and take advantage of the situation. You know, with this live betting, it's great, and the juice has gotten better this year from what I've seen. Uh, it used to be the live lines uh, from when I used to start live betting back in the day. You know, there was minus three and a half, minus one twenty-five, minus one thirty. Uh, it's, you know, for some reason this year, it looks like they've kind of evened it out on some of the sites. So it looks like it's minus 105, minus 110 in, in the directions, minus 115 at the most usually. So I'm, I'm kind of loving that. And I'm just really t- trying to take advantage of those live game uh, situations. Well, it's working for you. That's for sure. Yeah. So hopefully we'll continue the hot streak. I asked, yeah, like I said yesterday, we went one and two, but we took two bad beats. It should have been a sweep in the live betting last night. I hear you. All right. So our next game, we'll pivot over to, excuse me, Orlando playing at Golden State. And looks like we have a uh, six point spread in favor of Orlando. The total is at 214. And, um, man, Orlando's kind of got some injury bug stuff going on right now. DJ Augustine, uh, he's out three to four weeks. And Michael Carter-Williams is questionable now. Golden State, um, looks like Draymond Green was already ruled out. Glenn Robinson the third is questionable. And, of course, Kevon Looney, Clay Thompson, Steph Curry are all still out indefinitely. Um, you know, against the spread away, Orlando's 11-9-1. and And as far as the over-under goes, which is hard to believe, but they're an over team uh, on the road. Um, and Golden State is actually an under team at home at 8-13. and So I'm not exactly sure what to make of the total here. I probably won't touch the total. Um, Orlando's 5-1 and against the spread in their last six games. And Golden State, you know, they're just – they're Golden State. You know, it's um, such a weird, weird, weird thing going on with them right now. Who's in, who's out, their rotations. They're obviously playing for next year, getting a lottery pick, as well as maybe another free agent in the offseason. This is probably going to be a punt game for me. I don't like any side of it. Um, you know, it's just a little – Uh, finicky in my opinion so I'm probably going to leave this one alone like we've said before you don't have to bet on every game in the card you got to make your smart picks and then know when not to place bets so exactly and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, say the same thing I'm gonna you know uh, just pass on this game it's not a play it's not a game it's not a line that I like here so this is just uh, let's move on and and just kind of see what the end result is here yeah, not much to be said on that game. So let's exactly. go and, uh, move on to Portland at Oklahoma City. You got one of the worst teams in the NBA against the spread and one of the best teams against the spread in the NBA. Uh, Portland is getting six and a half points from Oklahoma City, and the total is at 219 and a half. 
Now, man, it's hard not to back the Thunder right now. They are playing really, really well. Um, and I'm looking at the Portland injury report right now. Damian Lillard's probable. Um, I guess he had an illness going on. C.J. McCollum left their last game uh, last night and is questionable Saturday, uh, today against Oklahoma City. So it was an ankle, so my guess is he would probably not be uh, ready to go, but of course, of course, keep your eyes peeled on that. And Gary Trent Jr., another guard uh, for them, left last night as well. Um, Oklahoma City, um, Stephen Adams is questionable, and that's about the only thing um, for them. Now, Nerlens Noel filled in nicely. It's good to have another big that you can just slot in. Um, against spread at home, uh, Oklahoma City is 12-10. and 10. And as far as um, Portland as a road team, they're 10 and 14. And uh, they are one and four against their uh, against the spread in their last five games. And Oklahoma City's nine and three in their last 12. So they are um, clicking with that three guard lineup uh, between Schroeder, Chris Paul, and Shai Gildress Alexander. Um, it's hard to stop that trio. They offer so many different elements for a guard spot. You know, you got your facilitator and playmaker and Chris Paul. Shy Gildress Alexander is good on both sides of the ball. And then you got Dennis Schroeder, who is just a great defender. He's good uh, getting down into the paint, getting to the line. His assist numbers are nice. And it seems like Portland's guards all just do the same thing, and that's shoot. And you have great perimeter defenders in Shy Gildress Alexander and Dennis Schroeder. And, um, you know, I, I like Oklahoma City to cover this uh, six-and-a-half-point spread, especially at home. And um, maybe even look at the over on the 219-and-a-half. Um, but what do you think? Yeah, I'm here. Um, I'm, I'm with you here. I'm on OKC minus the six-and-a-half here at home against Portland. I don't think CJ is going to end up playing. Uh, Dame, uh, he had a respiratory illness last night. Both teams on a back-to-back as well. Uh, if Steven Adams plays, you know, I really like it. So that's kind of my thought process here. Portland just tough spot for them. You know, even though OKC playing well, they lost last night against the heat. You know, they didn't have, they were at without Adams against a really good heat team. And I really think that it's a tough spot for Portland, uh, just traveling all over and on this road trip. And I just don't see it. I think it's a double digit win here by the OKC Thunder. Sure. I'm, I'm totally in agreement with you. Now, just to pick your brain a little bit, is this a game that you want to jump on the line, you know, the spread pretty early on? Because if we do find out Adams is in and McCollum's out, you're probably going to move that to the 10, 10 and a half mark maybe? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it at six and a half. Uh, you know, I would, I should say I would play it at six and a half and, and take the chance that those things fall into place for us on that side. And then I would also look and watch the beginning of the game. And if Portland could take a small lead here, maybe like a 15-8 or 21-16, maybe get OKC at minus 4.5, minus 3.5, which is obviously a better number. But, yeah, I think 6.5 is, uh, is a reasonable uh, amount of points for the Thunder to be laying in the spot. All right. Good, good. All right. So let's move on to uh, – looks like this is going to be the last game of the NBA card. we got the Sacramento Kings going – to Utah to play the Jazz, and 
Utah is favored by nine with an over-under set at 224 and a half. And um, Sacramento has uh, Nemenza Belitsa probable um, with his ankle injury. And Bogdan Bogdanovich um, is probable as well, which he missed the last game, if I remember correctly. And it looks like Mike Conley's probable to play today, making his return after missing about two weeks. So, you know, we talk about it all the time, and I don't think we can lump Mike Conley as a star in that discussion, but he definitely can offer a lot for the uh, Utah Jazz if he gets his shooting right and if he is the Mike Conley that we know. So are you worried at all about Utah covering this spot, especially with getting another guy back in the rotation? Yeah, this is a, this is a classic game. Uh, listen, it's not a – I mean, Conley's great, but he's not obviously a star returning to the lineup. He's probably going to have a minutes restriction, I would assume. Uh, this spot for me screams grab the Kings plus nine. Uh, the Kings away from their arena on the road are 13 and seven against the spread, while the Utah Jazz at home are only 10 and eight against the spread. Uh, I really like the Kings team. They've been playing pretty hard as of late. I really like how they've been gelling. And if Buddy Hill can get hot, um, the Kings have a chance to win this game outright. But yes, uh, plus nine. This is going to be a play for me today, most likely. Uh, again, make sure you check in with us on Twitter. But, yes, this is a, a game and a spot that I really like for the, for the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, you know, I do like the points that the Kings are getting here also. But there's just something about this Utah team. I've tried to bet against them a couple times recently. So I'm probably going to be less gung-ho about it and a little more gun-shy than you are. Utah's 5-0 against spread in their last five at home. Something about that that altitude and that air out in the mountains, I guess. But I, um, I'm probably going to leave this one alone with a slight, slight lean um, to Sacramento, plus nine. But, um, again, I, I don't think I have um, as big of a gumption to play on it that you do. So I'm probably going to stay away on this one. All right. Perfect. Well, that rounds out the NBA card. Any other uh, any other comments about the NBA you want to get into? Um, you know, not off the top of my head. Can't really think of anything right now. Um, we just got a big card today, so you huge card. Stay tuned. Yeah, huge card. Sorry that it's uh, taking us a little bit of time to get through it. Uh, any? We don't need to spend a lot of time on NCAA or NHL or anything else you you might like, but maybe a couple. We can throw out a couple plays uh, without getting too much into it here. What? Uh, anything on the college basketball side or NHL or anything like that that you like here, Devin? So I was looking um, a little at these middle of the day um, games, and uh, you know. I know Kentucky just got shell-shocked against uh, South Carolina on that buzzer-beater bank-in three, but Kentucky's getting a point and a half on the road uh, at Arkansas, and Arkansas has been playing great this year. They've been a surprise team in the SEC, but Kentucky getting a point and a half, uh, you know, I, I might have to take that. And then one of my favorite teams to play on is – Lafayette and they're playing Navy they're actually one of the best teams against the spread in all of college basketball and they're also getting a point and a half against a Navy team that just does not do a whole lot offensively 
and um, they're pretty sloppy with the ball. Lafayette uh, getting a point and a half, and Kentucky getting a point and a half. I like both of those. All right, all right. Um, I I only have one opinion on one of the games you mentioned. I actually like Arkansas laying a point and a half at home against Kentucky. Uh, I just think that Arkansas is a better team, and they should be favored by more at home. And I'm just going to walk in Arkansas minus one and a half there against Kentucky. So that'll be a a game that we'll be on opposite sides of. Which is always interesting. Yeah, it sure is. And Uh, any other uh, picks on the college ball slate for you? Um, on the college side of the ball here, besides for Oral Roberts and Arkansas, uh, if I had to lean any other direction, it would probably be maybe, maybe, uh, Liberty, Mm, maybe. Yeah. I like Liberty. That team this year has been, uh, interesting to watch, especially after that football season they had. It, it seems like the athletic directors got all their programs in the right direction. Exactly. But yeah, I, I'll update the card later uh, on my Twitter. If I feel uh, any bonus plays here in the college basketball, there's a huge slate of games today as well in college basketball. But really the only two that I'm betting pre-flop here are going to be Oral Roberts um, and Arkansas against Kentucky. Uh, anything in the NHL? Are you an NHL guy or should I just kind of run through it real quick? Yeah. How about you run through it? I haven't been diligent on the NHL as of late. NBA's kind of just been taking my life over um, as well as college basketball. I was playing a bit of it early in the season and I'll probably get right back into it around the playoffs. But as of right now, let's go with uh, your educated opinions on these. All right. So I really like the Flyers today at home against the LA Kings. Uh, Flyers are laying a dollar fifty-five, so that means you have to basically bet one hundred and fifty-five dollars to get back a hundred dollars. Um, I like the Flyers. I like the Vegas Golden Knights at minus one twenty-five. Any other games that I like here? Um, those are my probably my two favorites of the day. Um, and if I had to lean in another direction, I'd probably lean the last game on the card, which is the Vancouver Canucks minus 150 at home against the San Jose Sharks. So those three games are probably, I'm going to play them. I might play the Flyers to win in regulation at minus 105 instead of laying um, that big price at $1.55. Vegas is a decent price at minus 125 against the Canadians who, you know, aren't so great. And if Carey Price starts, uh, I'm going to be looking there. But if Subban starts in goal for the Vegas Golden Knights, I might back off of that game. It really just Instead depends. Instead of Flurry. Yeah, it yeah. just depends who the starting goalies are today as well. So just stay tuned on the Twitter handle as well. But those are probably my three leans, um, my three picks, depending on the goalie matchups. I'm actually just pulling up the goalie matchups right now to see if they've been confirmed. Um because the games are a little later, so most of them won't be confirmed just yet. Um, but it looks like Brian Elliott will be in goal for the Flyers, and it looks like they're leaning towards Jonathan Quick for the Kings, but that's not confirmed yet. Oh, it looks like Mark andre Fleury will be in goal tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights, and Carey Price is both – they're both confirmed. 
Yeah, so I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the Vegas Golden Knights a, a minus twenty one, minus one twenty five here. That's my probably my favorite play, and then the Flyers, uh, if, especially if Quick is in goal for the Kings, I like the Flyers uh, to win in regulation, and uh, on the on the on the uh, line at minus one fifty five as well. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, how do you feel about the Golden Knights firing their coach? Has that helped them on a betting edge recently? Or are they playing all that much more differently? Uh, I believe it's only been one game, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So it's hard uh, from a sample size perspective. But listen, the Golden Knights have a ton of talent. You know, I, I think there was just a lot of internal issues with the coach and the organization. So I think that um, they just wanted to get rid of him no matter what. I, it's just crazy to me that an expansion team in three years with that much success, they were just in first place last week. Yes, they are underperforming, and they got rid of their coach. It's a little weird. But I guess uh, that's just the nature of the beast, right? That's uh, the mm-hmm. business in hockey that we're that they're in. So, um, Golden Knights, you know, I have a futures ticket on them to win the Stanley Cup at ten to one. I think that they're going to win that division. So, if you get a good price on the division, I would bet the Golden Knights to win the division as well, and uh, look for them to really uh, start playing well um, moving forward. All right, good, good stuff, good stuff. All right, man. Well, I think that does it for us here. Um, once again, just want to remind everybody that this is a hoop ball presentation. That's hoop-ball.com. Go check out all the content there. There's so much great information on there. Again, follow us at on Twitter at Ira Silver Magic, D-A-L-E-007, and at Hoopball Gaming. Uh, any other uh, any other thoughts before we jump off here? Uh, you know, championship weekend. Hope everyone has fun watching those games. See who's going to the Super Bowl. That's going to be the focal point for tomorrow. And um, no, good luck, good betting, and happy weekend. All right, let's go get them today, Devin. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. 
And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.